Welcome to Engineering Fields of Dreams podcast. We're here to share stories and professional experiences of engineers across disciplines and let you explore the amazing world of engineering. Each episode, you'll hear inspiring stories and advice from engineers, allowing you to learn from their successes and experiences. Whether you're an engineering student, a veteran engineer, or just curious about engineering, we invite you to join us and explore the amazing and ever-changing world of engineering. Welcome to this episode, Pursuing Happiness, with our guest, Mike. Thank you for being here today, Mike. Would you please introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Mike Olson. I work at Dibble Engineering. I'm a civil engineer. I am registered with the state of Arizona. I graduated from the U of A in 2017. I have a minor in mechanical engineering with the bachelor's in, in civil engineering. And so I've had an interesting job getting to civil engineering. I'm born and raised in Tucson and live here with my family and, and enjoy spending time with them and being outdoors and restoring cars. Awesome. Why did you choose this career? Well, that's quite quite an interesting question for me. It, it was really a, a quest to, to choose the career. I, I always was interested in finding out how things worked. And so my, my dad pointed me in the direction of engineering. He saw that I had that capability to, to really try and understand how things worked, how things got put together. And, and so I, I really wanted to design and starting my school career, I thought what I really wanted to do was aerospace engineering. And so I started at the U of A in aerospace and going through classes and, and meeting people. What I didn't do was talk to anybody in the field <laughs> of, of any engineering field, really. But I, I figured I wanted to be an engineer and I might as well design airplanes. And, and so took some classes and struggled and learned and, and made some friendships. And then finally talked to somebody and, and learned that what I wanted to do was not, not on the timeline that I wanted. Uh, that if I really wanted to design aircraft, that I would need to get a doctorate and really work up the levels. And that starting out, what I'd likely be doing is is running simulations or, or crunching numbers. And, and that just didn't enthuse me as much. And so I, I started talking to a, several other engineers that I had been in contact with in my personal life. And, and found out that what civil engineers do is not what I thought they did. And that it actually sounded a lot more interesting for me. And so I made a change in my major to be a civil engineer and, and started taking the different courses that were different from the, the mechanical engineering track at the U of A and, and loved it and, and really started to get into it. And got an internship with Dibble just from, from day one of my internship really started to design infrastructure. And that just, that lit the fire underneath me and, and I, I committed to, to civil engineering. So I, I didn't start off as a civil engineer as a kid. I really didn't know what civil engineers did other than maybe make bridges. And so it was, it was eye opening for me to 
to be able to, to have an internship to speak to other engineers and and so that's ultimately the reason why i chose civil engineering was because i wanted to design and and designing infrastructure and being able to be a part of the construction aspect of it and seeing things get built was absolutely what i really wanted in life well that's a great story and i have a follow-up question other than talking to other engineers, is there any sort of advice you would give to someone who might be considering switching engineering fields? Yeah, do do your research. So if pay is important to you, make sure you're doing research as to, to what the pay scale is between different engineering disciplines. I mean, it is a professional development, so we, we get paid well. But then also, what types of requirements would be needed for for different engineering disciplines. For a civil engineer, you need a registration. So you need to get experience in the field and then take a test. And that's the type of things that you'll learn as you start doing research. But yeah, speaking to people, doing research, shadowing. There's been a couple of times where I've been able to have high school students come to my office and shadow me. And I feel like that is such a valuable resource that not many high schoolers take advantage of. If I would have taken the chance to shadow a a few people in high school, I might have known better what I really wanted to do when I hit college. So definitely talking to people, shadowing, doing a lot of research on your own. Those those are the things that I would recommend to, to anybody on trying to figure out what you want to do as a career. I think that's all great advice. Thank you for that. What is one thing that you know now that you wish you knew before graduation? Ooh, I wish I would have known how important golf is. <laughs> but in seriousness, I, I would say that I I didn't realize how important who you work with is. And so I, I kind of got lucky with with my internships. I, I had a couple of different internships and in being able to experience several different management styles and companies and and value systems in the companies. And so it was it was very interesting for me to be able to to gain that experience and come to the understanding that who I work with it, plays a a big role in how happy you are where you're at and and why you would choose to stay there. So I I would I would suggest to to critically evaluate the the people that you interact with especially trying internships is is a great opportunity to really get some more experience than just an hour long conversation with people in an in an interview. So the, the people you work with really, really do play, play into how happy you are, where you're at and where you're at. For sure. And I think happiness is something that sometimes people don't really factor into their logic on like looking at, at a job opportunity or staying longer in a job opportunity. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I always say life is short, so you should really try to find a place that you're happy and feel it's a fulfilling career for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Because 
honestly, if you're not happy, it doesn't matter how much you're getting paid. You're, you're just yes. going to be miserable. So yeah. it, it, it really is important to find not only the career path that sparks your interest and drives your fire, but to, to find the people that you would like to be around and the culture of the company that, that you can really support. Because without that, you're, you're not going to stay there very long. You're going to try and find mm-hmm. something else. Yep. So that transitions nicely into my next question, which is recall a challenging professional situation and what did you learn from it? I approach challenging situations maybe a little differently than, than other people. A challenging situation for me typically involves either really complex problems that are needed to be solved or or interactions with people. <laughs> I'm I'm not a big people person. I've taken the personality test, the real colors personality test, and I'm definitely a green, which people are not my forte in that one, but the numbers and, and data and equations, that's kind of where my skills lie. Whenever I'm faced with a, a challenging, complex problem, a, a work type project type problem, I, I do like to, to take a step back and try and look at the big picture and, and break it down to basics and, and really, really try to understand the reasons behind the problem so that I can come to the solution. But I would say probably the most challenging situation that I've had was when I had a little bit of a difficulty interacting with someone on a client team. And, and that was, that was new for me as I started to gain experience at the company and started to take on more, more of a, a client forward role, having to interact with clients. I kind of always assumed that I'd be able to get along with everybody, which is a little naive of me, but having, having an interaction with a client where I was struggling with interacting with them was, was new and challenging for me. And so in that instance, I really had to, to put my own feelings to the side and, and try and understand that it's not personal, that mm-hmm. our interactions were, were not directed at me specifically, but that because of challenges with other things that it, it was just a, a difficult situation. And so when when i was able to do that and and try and 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 think about it more holistically as as the project and you know it's it's that it made the interaction easier and then the other part was i had a great mentor who was there at at all the meetings and and interactions and so it was it was nice to be able to have that support that i could rely on and mm-hmm. have him you know, take more of a, a forward approach in those meetings so that I wouldn't have to, so, so that I wouldn't allow myself to get riled up. And so that, that was, that was fantastic. And so him being my mentor was really great. He, he was able to, to help me identify the reasons why I was getting riled up and, and help me to, to really, you know, remove myself from the situation where it, it wasn't about me, it was about the project. And so by doing that, it, I, 
our interactions became a lot better and and the project was able to to be completed successfully so so that was a, a great outcome from that situation yeah and that's a great story and thank you for sharing it and i think it's a very common thing for people at the start of their careers as you said to not yet have that experience of making the disassociation between it being personal and it being about the project. And so it's really great that you shared that lesson. So thank you. In closing, what advice would you impart to someone just starting their career? I have a lot of advice (laughs) for for people starting their career. The, The industry will pay you what it feels you are worth. And so I, I wouldn't chase payment and chase pay scales. Like, like I said before, happiness is, is really important. In, in my life, through schooling and everything else, I've really learned that balance is, is super important so that you can be mentally healthy and, and still love what you're doing. And so I, I would highly suggest to all people starting their career to really evaluate what's important to you. And, and at this stage in life, what's important to you might not be what's important later on in life. And so try to, try to think about the future, think about what's going to happen and, and try to put yourself in a position in your career path where you can be happy and fulfilled and be able to have time for the things that are very important for you. For me, that that's my family. I try and make sure that I have time at home to, to be with my family and to, to enjoy spending time together and going on trips and vacations. But I also understand that in order to make that happen, I need to be successful in my career and do well on the projects so that I'm not at at the office late every night trying to wrap up things, but that my team is fun- functioning well and that we're working together so that everybody gets to go home and spend time with their family and, and enjoy balance and not just being at work all the time and trying to to meet deadlines that we're constantly behind on. So uh, I would suggest trying to find balance and, and prioritize the things that are most important. And those, those would be my key recommendations for all the new engineers. And then the other one would be come, come join us, try it out. You might yeah. not, you might not think you, you'd like it, but give it a shot, do an internship, shadow someone. Engineering is very fulfilling. Yes. Well, thank you very much for sharing that sage advice with our audience today. It was a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you. We'd like to thank today's guests for sharing their professional experience and career advice. We appreciate their insight and taking the time to share them with our audience. To you, the listener, thank you for joining us on this journey and exploring the ever-evolving world of engineering. We hope we've inspired you to pursue your dreams and ambitions. Let us know if there are topics or fields you'd like to hear more about. Until next time, we wish you the best of luck on your engineering journey.